One of the great things about the world of Pokemon is the fact that these creatures can evolve and change form as they level up, gain experience, and grow stronger. But not all evolution is created equal. There are good evolutions, there are crappy evolutions, some Pokemon evolve twice, some evolve three times or more, some change type when they evolve, and some Pokemon don't get the evolutionary love that they deserve, which is exactly what we talk about today in episode 13 of the Potion Poppers podcast. Let's get it. Well, howdy, folks, and welcome to episode number 13 of the Potion Poppers podcast. Now, hang on to your hats and glasses, folks, because this is going to be the wildest ride in the wilderness. I love how... How are you feeling, Willie? I, I love how everyone who's <laughs> never listened to this before is like, what kind of podcast is this? Some, some old, old hillbilly talking about video games. <laughs> Very true. Um, yeah, yeah, I love that line. This is the wildest ride in the wilderness. Do you know what that's from? Uh, the Old West. No. Well, you went to Disney World, didn't you? Uh, I've been to most Disneyland. Mm. Then you need to know what that is. Anyone who knows what it is is screaming at their phones or radios or whatever right now. Because it's Thunder Mountain Railroad's intro. Ah. That's Hang on one. to your hats and glasses, folks, because this is the wildest ride in the wilderness. Yep. It's a great ride. It's probably my, one of my favorites. What's your favorite Disney ride, <clears throat> Sir William? Uh, <clears throat> traditionally, I've loved the roller coasters. I think I'm getting a little too old for them now. They're, not, <laughs> they're a little more uh, intense than I, I'd like anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, William. Um, we did, when we went to uh, Universal, we went to the... Uh, what the it was that the the one that plays music mm -hmm. i forget what it's called because i always get confused because disney world and universal both have a roller coaster that plays music and i get the two of them confused and i don't want to call it the wrong one but anyways so the the one in disney well the disneyland one it's actually california adventure um it used to be screaming california now it's the Incredicoaster. okay that one is the one that plays like rock music a lot of loud music and then yeah, yeah. uh the, the one in disney world uh is the hollywood it used to be i'm gonna say like aerosmith it was based off of some rock band yeah. um it's in the planet hollywood yeah and then there's is that the one you're thinking of no i'm thinking about the one in universal one of them's called oh in universal i'm sorry no that's what i was saying disney world and universal both have one that plays music and i get it mixed up uh, um, okay but anyways the universal one there's a part where it just goes like straight down for a while and it's so intense and then i also did the hulk roller coaster at universal and that smacked my head around so much it was uncomfortable um oh the, yeah some of those roller coasters yeah. are awful like uh here in denver we have elich gardens used to be yeah. six used to be a six flags um and they have a ride called the mind eraser the mind eraser. They call it that because your head shakes so much that you're probably <laughs> going to get off with a concussion and not remember the ride. Um, yeah. But yeah, I remember that being the situation. So I don't like those kind of roller coasters. With some coasters. Um, yeah. But dude, I got to tell you, the Universal Velocicoaster is amazing. Oh my gosh, it's <sighs> so good. And because uh, there's parts where it goes like upside down, but it not in a loop, but like in a twist. And I've never mm. ridden one of those before. And, you know, a loop isn't that scary because you have the G's of the loop keeping you stuck to your chair. 
But on the spirals, mm-hmm. you feel that gravity. There is no G's holding you to the track. So like you feel yep. like you're going to fall for half a second until the um, the harness catches you, you know? So the first time yep. I wrote it, like as soon as we went upside down, I grabbed my harness. I'm like, oh my God. And, uh, the second time <laughs> I went through, you know, I was feeling daring. I'm like, I'm going to do the whole upside down part with my hands up. And I did it. And it was terrifying because I feel myself falling. But then <laughs> I just kept my hands up and then the seat caught me. But it was still so scary. Um, if you, if you're upside down, aren't you putting your hands down? That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I was putting my hands down, upside down or downside up. Wait, if you're upside down, inside, outside, upside down, downside up. Cause it's got, I don't know. But anyways, I, I, I think so. It's especially scary because I've had the latch on a roller coaster, not latch on me before. Ooh. Um, it was at Oaks Park in Oregon and um, the ride started going. And then shortly after the ride was going, my harness just went up. And that was super scary. So I just grabbed it and yanked it down as hard as I could. And then it latched once I yanked it down. And then it latched? Yeah. Oh my gosh. But the reason for that... I would have yelled. I would have been like, stop, 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 stop. I would have yelled yeah. and said, my harness doesn't work. My harness well, doesn't work. Well, once it latched, you know, it wasn't a problem. But the reason Jeez. for that, I've had this multiple times since then, actually, but I know to look for it now. But it didn't latch because I'm six foot five. My torso oh. is too long. So it hits my shoulders before it latches and it won't go down any further. So what I had to do to get latched is I had to hunch over like this. So then I was like, you know, hunched forward and having it latch to, you know, and it was really uncomfortable for my spine because um, they don't make things for people who are six five. So I've had that happen multiple times since then but i know to look for it now so um actually we went to the county fair last year and i had that happen on a ride where it wouldn't latch and so i just i, I just got off and i told the guy it wouldn't latch and he came over and he pushed down on it and she's like smacking my shoulders and then it wouldn't latch and i'm like yeah it's because i'm too tall this doesn't go down far enough and he's like oh yeah maybe yeah. you can't ride this i'm like yeah i'll get off <laughs> yeah they need to have um because there are plenty of people your height <laughs> taller yeah so on those rides they really need to have if that's the case they need to have a height limit. Then. Yeah, right. Because the point of the of the of the you know must be this tall to ride is so you don't die. <laughs> you know, so people don't slip yeah. out. But um, if that's a safety concern, then they really need to have like because I being an average height guy, I'm five ten. Um, that's not something I've ever had to worry about. So I didn't even realize that was a thing. But it makes perfect sense. At uh, Space Mountain, scary though. You know, everything's so dark, but you can tell that there's beams and stuff yeah. overhead. But it's hard to tell how far they are. So Space yeah. Mountain scares the crap out of me. Like I hunched down so far. Like I feel like I'm gonna hit my head on any <laughs> given beam. And uh, you're definitely not gonna hit your head yeah, on a beam on like, Space Mountain. I also like putting because I throw my hands yeah. in the air on that ride, man. I'm just because like, I saw that on YouTube yeah. where they said that you know it's designed so that you know you can put your arms up and like they look closer than they or they they yeah they look closer than they actually yeah they are. look lower than they are yeah. And uh, but this YouTube video I watched said even the most orangutan individuals won't hit their high hands. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, bro, you don't know. I am, I am six five. I am super orangutan. It'll knock off my hands for sure. <laughs> Probably not, oh, but geez. like it feels like that. So yeah. I'm like, I am not gonna risk that. I'm not gonna lose a hand because somebody said that I wouldn't. <laughs> you know, this may just be a rumor, but I because they redesigned Space Mountain a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. But before the redesign, I heard that sometimes tall people would smack their hands because the original design, you know, didn't take into account people that were 
six six with you mm-hmm. know like a six eight arm span you know people that could reach super high in the air um just because people used to be smaller um but yeah but after the redesign i believe it yeah. you know they've had enough people, I, I did hear so. that somebody lost their hands but i looked into it and it was like a- not lose their hands i've heard that people have smacked things with their mm. fingers like that was still hurt speed oh yeah that would really hurt but anyways the article i saw it turns out it was just like a satire and there was like a snipes oh, yeah. or something about it so it wasn't real but like when i saw that i was like what <laughs> yeah no one has ever <clears throat> been seriously injured on a ride at disneyland or disney world ever um same thing no child has ever been kidnapped wow. from disneyland or disney world ever there's been Every a lost lot child of has always been though. found a lot of people have died at Disneyland and Disney World. But I guess that's not an injury. How have they died? Um, look it up. There's a bunch of them. Um, Heart attacks? It wouldn't be from ride failures. No, some of them are that I'm ride aware stuff. Of. Like, um, people have gotten their like hands like ran over by stuff. And uh, there was a fatality on oh. Thunder Mountain where one of the wheels came off. I don't remember if it was Disneyland or Disney World. I think it was Disney World. But um, <clears throat> basically, the one of the rides went into maintenance and then uh when they put it back together one of the wheels was missing a bolt and the inspector cleared it off as inspected without inspecting it and the ride um operators they heard some rattling and they were you know the rattling was getting worse and worse so they decided that they were going to take it out of service after the next ride and then it crashed and some guy um got decapitated i think the what i've never heard that before i've i look it I've up there's a whole wikipedia there have never been thing. any yeah maybe not injuries off but off. death for sure yeah <laughs> well that a death is an injury <laughs> an injury so bad uh, it, it it ends your life but crazy man no i didn't i never never knew that i always because what i heard is that the rides at disney are so well maintained and inspected that there's never been a major incident but that if that's the case then obviously old. what i heard was wrong <laughs> i don't know it's like i from don't the, know the 60s <laughs> yeah i know i know that a lot of the new rides like if there was a video that i watched about um the tower of terror oh yeah and the safety mechanisms they have in place for that there are backups upon backups upon backups and if every backup fails every safe safety feature fails even the way it's designed based mm-hmm. on physics it won't hurt because of the air cushion. Like, it, they could they, exactly because there's an air cushion at the bottom. They could take you up there and drop you. You might get hurt, yeah. You know, but it shouldn't kill you. No, if they <clears> just <throat> free gave you a free fall with no nothing, no safety mechanisms at all, because um, and this is for people who don't know, you know, obviously how it's designed. But the air cushion it, it creates like air pressure at the bottom. The cart going down and hitting the bottom of of the the chute. It basically packs a bunch of air underneath it that slows it down and creates, you know, like Will just said, a cushion. Um, it's not a pleasant experience, I'm sure, and I'm sure you can get hurt. But um, based off of the testing, it 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 makes it so you shouldn't die at least, yeah. right? Um, it's not a pleasant experience. There, but uh, there was a little girl who broke her spine on uh, Tower of Terror. Um, which mm. I wonder if it was before the safety stuff. Maybe that's why they added stuff. Um, but I think that her belt wasn't on all the way or something. So she lifted off of her seat. So when it stopped, she like smacked down on oh, her seat and there was a big lawsuit different. about that. 
Um, so I, I don't know if she survived or not. I, I feel like she didn't, but I don't know the details of it, but yeah, no. I, so, cause we went to Disney world, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, less than a year ago, I think. Um, but it was, uh, uh, I was reading up of all those cause I was like afraid of like some of the rides. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, but I'm like, oh, that's the best thing to do before yeah. going to a theme park up, is look up all the horrible things. I looked that up happened. from the statistics of it. I'm like, okay, like there's been a handful of, you know, fatalities. But if you actually look at the statistics, <clears> it's like 0.0000001. So I'm like, it's probably fine. But just the fact that it has happened yeah. is like scary. And, um, yeah. So I, I made sure not to tell that to my fiance because I didn't want her to be scared or anything at Disney World. So I told her after <clears throat> we had done mm-hmm. Disney World. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. It's like uh, like skydiving. You're more likely to die in a car accident on the way to the skydiving place than to yeah. actually get than to actually die skydiving. Like statistically, the same thing with flying. Flying is way more safe than driving, but it's that familiarity thing, right? Yeah. So people tend to dramatize or magnify uh the scary things that happen and you know just because they're not familiar with it uh, which is interesting because driving is incredibly dangerous and we talked about this a little the other day or in one of the previous episodes about self-driving cars but like man like cars are super dangerous super dangerous yeah um a lot of the fatalities too are um are dumb people like you know human error um <laughs> that's that's natural selection man like i heard natural one i don't remember if this was disneyland or, or universal or something i think i looked up incidents at both parks but there was a guy who like dropped his phone or something like beyond like i think on the right like he dropped his phone so he climbed the fence to get his phone and got hit by a roller coaster passing by it's like yeah idiot. i've heard of that and then i've heard of that there's another one at a disney place where somebody jumped the fence into like one of these like pond areas and uh drowned (laughs) so i don't remember if that was like a impairment thing or what um oh and there was a uh kid who got bit by a crocodile at disney world resort at one of the hotels so this wasn't like on oh on the park but it was at one of the resorts so that was a big thing yeah and that's not something you can really control in florida like (laughs) yeah if you've got a body of water there's definitely the risk of having alligators or crocodiles or whatever they have down there yeah. are they crocodiles or alligators or both? i don't know i don't know i think they're um totodiles okay i think so too <laughs> probably maybe some crocodiles speaking of <laughs> speaking of which that's actually a great segue into what we're talking about today because in episode 13 of the potion bobbers podcast we're talking about pokemon and their evolutions specifically which pokemon need additional evolutions and honestly, there are some Pokemon that have evolutions that should not exist. <laughs> so I have a few of those on mine evolutions that I'm like, yeah, get rid of this crap and uh, and replace it with something else. So yeah, that's going to be what we're going to be tra- talking about today. So many, but so many evolutions. I feel like they do that just to make an evolution, but like they yeah. don't try to make it cool. Like because I thought about this with some of the evolutions that I don't like. That I'm like. Every time they make a new Pokemon, they need to think like this Pokemon should be able to be somebody's favorite Pokemon. But there's some Pokemon I'm like, nobody is going to pick this Pokemon as their favorite Pokemon. <laughs> Therefore, this Pokemon should not exist. Exactly. But we'll get we'll get to all of that uh, in just a little bit here. But before we uh, dig into our first segment, I did want to say that uh, the next episode, episode 14 of the Potion Poppers podcast, we're going to be talking about 
artificial intelligence and video games, the evolution of the two, because there is some crazy stuff going on with that. I sent Will a video the other day about using AI uh, to replace NPC characters in Skyrim, and it was so cool. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, because we've talked about this in, you know, over the last four episodes, five episodes, uh, we've talked a little bit about AI almost every episode. Um, and uh, I think it started with the, our dream game because we talked about AI using AI in, in my dream game. I talked about it um, and I thought, you know, oh, we're a long ways away from that, though, or maybe, you know, a, you know, it didn't seem as close as it actually is because there's crazy stuff going on. But that's what we're going to be talking about next episode on the Potion Poppers podcast in episode number 14, 14. Um, but yeah, so anyways, and as always, if you like what you hear, leave a review because that helps us. It helps the algorithm gods of iTunes or Apple Music or whatever the freak it's called nowadays and Spotify mm -hmm. and all that stuff. I thought um, it was called an iPod. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know if they even make iPods anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen an iPod in years. Oh, I actually do have an iPod. though. I've got an iPod shuffle. 500 megabytes. Dude, I had a nano. Baby. I thought those were so cool. I'm like, this is so tiny. Yeah. The, the shuffle I had was like a little square one. Were the nanos like. I think the nanos were, were about the same squares? size, but they had a screen. Shuffles don't have screens, right? Oh, yeah. Shuffle didn't have a screen. Yeah. Didn't have a screen. But I thought it was the coolest thing. Anyways, let's get into our first segment of the day, which we like to call What's Poppin', Playa? So, William, what's poppin'? Pop, 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 pop. I don't know why. I always feel like I, I have to hear these pop sounds whenever you say what's popping. I think we should find some like audio file that goes pop, 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 pop. I know I've said that before, but it's always in my head every time. I can't resist it. I know. I just, need, I just needed to spend the time to actually create something or find something uh, that we can play. But yeah, I'll make the pop I'm sounds. Lazy. I'll just record I'm it. Lazy. And you can put my, my audio file and you can pop, 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 pop. Uh, there you go. <laughs> dude, what's popping? Dude, I've been, I mentioned this last week, the same week I've been, same, same game I've been playing uh, is Divinity 2 Original Sin. I know you don't love that game, but I've been having a lot of fun with I it. I don't hate it. Good. Good, good, good. Um, you never invited me. We were supposed to play that this week. Well, I invited you, and you then never you never responded. Me. Well, that was two weeks ago. That's Because we talked about it on the last episode. It was like, yeah, if we play multiplayer, I'll play. And then you never invited it was me. My it's like telling someone <laughs> about a party and then not bringing that, them that to the party. That is my fault for not clarifying that my original invite was an open invite. So now it's on oh. you to let me know that it's you on me it. to know when you play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, <laughs> my my William senses are tingling. <laughs> He's playing Divinity right now. Uh, but no, I've been having. I guess if I was on a Steam. lot of fun with that. Um, and uh, so I've been doing playing with my my friend Jimmy, who may or may not exist, and uh, he can only play once a week. So it's kind of killing me because whenever I get a new game, I like get sucked into the game and I want to play so much of it. So I uh, started a, a new game on Tactician. Uh, which is like the really hard mode and the original mode is actually really hard already like we had trouble with a lot of battles like actually in my playthrough with jimmy you know we finally got out of fort joy and there was other stuff we could do in there but i'm like we're probably over leveled we've done so many side quests like we're probably good to just go to the next area and then the first fight we get to like we're immediately under leveled and like they just destroyed us um except we had a bunch of scrolls and stuff that we had accumulated so 
using several res resurrection scrolls and some fortify scrolls and some other things we actually won but barely like it used like all of my oh, items geez. um and uh i had half a mind to actually restart that battle because I, I i'm a hoarder in video games i like to hoard all the scrolls and potions because i like what if i need them later but then i decided like mm -hmm. no like let's just keep playing the way it is because like jimmy even said to me like oh scrolls are meant to be used i'm like oh that's true and it kind of adds to the the lore of your character you know to be able to be like ah oh, like mm -hmm. i barely escaped this because i like i like that in video games i like it when something's really hard and you can barely get out of it because that feels like so much more of a victory um well i mean it's just like because divinity and games like divinity are basically a computer game adaptation of tabletop gaming like mm -hmm. dungeons and dragons or um or uh uh uh, uh pathfinder Right. So, yeah, you and when you when you play those games, a lot of those battles are really close. Like you just get by by the skin of your teeth, but it's designed in a way that afterwards, if you're if you are doing it right, you should be able to get your character back to full health mm -hmm. and everything ready for the next fight. So quick side tangent on that kind of idea. So I, I'm really big into uh, the board game Zombicide. I've probably made you play that, right? Have you? I have never uh, played I have, that. like, all the expansions. Mm -mm. This is a zombie board game. It's super fun. But I love a campaign on that where you barely make it out. You know, if you can beat the game with none of your characters dying, then it wasn't balanced enough. You know, like, it's, yeah. you know. It wasn't hard So enough. I had an old roommate who liked playing a lot with me. And whenever I played with him, we passed with flying colors, um, which was weird to me because whenever I played with other people, like, we barely made it out of any campaign. So I just thought, huh, I guess we're just getting really good at this. So I started rebalancing the game um, personally for our playthrough. So I was adding like extra zombie points and like making things more scarce. So I was like setting up custom games to make it harder because um, I was trying to balance it so that it was hard to get out. But we still kept winning with flying colors. And the conclusion I came to, I don't actually have any evidence, but it's the only explanation I have, is that he was cheating. I don't know what he was doing. He was paying an extra draws or something, but because he's the type of person that he likes to, you know, own, like he likes to be overpowered and be like, oh, I destroyed everybody, you know? So I think he mm -hmm. was cheating in a way to make it so that he was like always on top. But I was so confused because I was trying to balance the game and he, he was probably upping his cheating so that he could pass it without dying. And I'm like, why can't I get this thing balanced? Um, so anyways, sorry, side tangent over. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, man, I love board games. I love board games. Um, there's a game that I play with my brother and sister and my son, Titus, um, who's old enough to play it, called Gloomhaven. I think I may have mentioned it in a previous episode. I don't remember. But it's a similar thing. I don't know if this if it's like, you know, Zombicide? Is that what yeah. it's called? I, I don't know if it's like Zombicide, but it's a campaign um, where your characters level up and stuff like that. It takes forever to play. There's something like 50 to 60 plus different scenarios and they've got like map tiles that you put together. Yeah, same. But they're not like, they're not like little square tiles. They're like oh. large um, sections. There's uh, like maybe 15 or 20 different tiles that you put together. But each scenario says like you need these five tiles and it creates the map basically. And then you put your characters in. There's a story to it. Uh, you make decisions, your decisions impact the town and your pros the prosperity of the town or your reputation in town. And depending on 
you know, your reputation and the prosperity of the town. It changes what's available to you as far as materials and things like that. Um, and when you do certain, uh, when you make certain decisions, it's almost like a choose your own adventure, but when you make certain decisions at these split points, it makes certain quests now unavailable to mm -hmm. you and it opens up certain storylines. So it's really cool. It's big. It's complicated. It takes a long time, but it's awesome. Gloomhaven is super cool. And like you were saying, it's very difficult. It is a difficult game. Um, and it's got difficulty ratings that change how the game is actually played. Um, so you don't have to balance it well. Basically, if you were playing this with your buddy, there's not really any way to cheat either. I mean, I guess there are, but um, the cheating wouldn't help you very much. Because in this game, you don't really die. Like your characters, they pass out and stuff like that. They faint. Um, but, or they get exhausted. So it's very, there's a mechanic built into it that after every round, you have less that you can do. So if you think about it like getting tired, you get more and more and more and more tired. And then once all of your action cards are no longer available to you, you pass out. And if everyone in your group passes out, you fail the, the mission. That's cool. So you need to be efficient with what you do. You need to be strategic about how you do it. And you need to work together as a team. And the interesting thing is every character has different skills and stuff, right? Like there's a thief, there's a like a mage character and a barbarian kind of character. That's not what they're called, but um, you need to understand what your character can do and what the other players can do. And you need to be very careful about how you use your character. So for example, um, my son, Titus, he's something called a scoundrel, which is basically a, an assassin. I play a scoundrel um, in Divinity. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, in the game, there's an initiative uh, for each one. So you, you choose your actions and each action has an initiative. You can take two actions, a movement action and an attack action. Okay. Um, and each action has an initiative number. You choose which one is going to be your initiative. And then based off of the initiatives of everyone else that determines the role for the round. But, um, for his character, for example, um, the natural inclination for most people is I want to go first. Right. Mm -hmm. But for him, you do not, because what happens is the bad guys will attack the person who is closest. And if the person, if there's a tie between two people, as far as distance, then they attack the person with the, with the best initiative first. So for him, he's like a glass cannon. So mm. what he, his strategy is, is he goes last on the first round. So everybody goes, so he, there's no chance of him really getting attacked. He goes last. So he goes in, he moves fast. He attacks and then he goes first the next round. So basically what he does hmm. is he waits for everyone to go. He goes in, hits twice because you're going last All and then right. you're going first. So back to back and then he moves out. But if you don't know that about the character and you're not strategic about it, you move in and then you just get killed. Yep. <laughs> right? So anyways, it's a long explanation, but I love it because each character has a different strategy like that that is specific to that character you can't play everyone the same and you need to be aware of what everyone else is doing and it's a real good team game and it's kind of a pseudo tabletop rpg um for people that aren't into the whole role-playing thing but anyways love gloomhaven love gloomhaven yeah that sounds awesome it's great well i tried to get you to play it on uh, tabletop simulator one time probably we ended up we ended up playing dark souls 
um, oh, yeah, the Dark yeah. Souls That's cool. game, and that was really fun. But Gloomhaven, if you have the if you have Tabletop Simulator on Steam, uh, just look up the Gloomhaven uh, board game. Someone's made an awesome version of it that uh, sets everything up for you. You have to learn how to use it, but it's super fun. So super fun. Great if, game, uh, and I recommend buying it. If Gloomhaven had an evolution, would it be Vile Plumehaven? Vile Plume Haven. <laughs> they already do. They have a what's it called? I have it. There's an expand. There's an there is an expansion for it. Uh, I want to call it like Cross. No, I don't know what it's called. But there is there is an expansion for it, which is also a standalone that you can play. But anyways, nice. um, popping. What I've been popping? Well, I've just been playing Overwatch and Destiny, and that's pretty much it. That's boring. I mean, we've talked about it multiple <laughs> times. Um, but that's all I've been popping, and then Gloomhaven, like which I guess I'll use that as my popping section because okay. I went into deep detail on that. And we have been playing that. Uh, you know, we play every weekend. My family, and I am so blessed because I have an awesome family, and we do tons of stuff together, and we all get along. So, um, but we do this every single weekend, every single Sunday. All my family members, except for my older brother, for some reason, he's lame. <laughs> I love him. He's the one I play Destiny with. So anyways, uh, he doesn't listen. <laughs> I can talk bad about him all <laughs> oh, I want because he's never going to hear this. Um, he's, I, love, I love my brothers. Anyways, um, but we always go to my parents' house and do dinner together um, for Sunday. Sunday evening, we have dinner and stuff together. And then we play board games. It's kind of our thing. So yeah, we play Gloomhaven almost every Almost every week on Sunday, so that's awesome. That's what I've been popping, playa. So I was gonna say that uh, I think you're you're similar than as I am. Like I'm a type of gamer that I only play like one game at a time, and then I play that game to completion. Um, yeah, like obsessively. So I I only play like two or three games a year typically, um, with the exception of maybe some small games here and there mm. um, that are one offs. You know, like yeah. Uh, oh, Oh, snap. How, I don't know how I forgot about this, but I actually, so I've been playing, you know, whatever, Destiny and Overwatch. But yesterday, well, last two days, I got really deep into Path of Exile again. Nice. So I've been playing a time over the last two days. I've had a lot of time on my hands too, because um, I am taking a new job. I start a new job this upcoming Wednesday, which is awesome. Um, and Thursday was my last day at my last job. Um, and I didn't work the, it doesn't matter. So anyways, <laughs> Thursday was my last day. So after work on Thursday, I started playing path of exile, the new crucible league. Um, and then I played all day yesterday because I didn't work. <laughs> so nice. I, play, I just played that all day and I started a new build for a witch, uh, a necromancer, which I'm super stoked about. Um, and you, have you played Diablo three? You've played yes. Diablo three, right? Did you play the Necromancer in Diablo 3? Uh, I don't remember. I want to play. say I did an Archer or something. Okay, because the Necromancer is like freaking overpowered. It's it, 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 because you get all these... Anyways, so... But this is a Necromancer build that I'm doing for Path of Exile. And in my build, I'm doing a Raging Spirit build. So I'm a summoner, basically. Um, and so with my build, I get... I have currently five zombies that I raise and they attack people. And then I can raise seven skeletons at the same time. And I can raise a Grim Reaper at the same time. And I can raise a, a summon, summon a, a, a spirit. Uh, basically a spectral, I forget what it's called. But basically I raise an enemy from the dead as like a super buffed version of that enemy. 
and then I summon raging spirits. So I do virtually nothing. I stand there and use these raging spirits, which are like flaming skulls that are heat seeking. And again, Path of Exile. <laughs> I freaking love this game because you can modify each skill. So I got a special trait that when my creatures get to low health, they explode and deal 30% of their health as damage. Um, but these raging spirits are like homing, heat seeking skulls that are on fire. And they like, and I can summon a ton of them super fast, but they don't have, they have a decent amount of health and they're, they only last a certain amount of time. So on the skill gem, thing about Path of Exile is the skills are, like I said, you can modify them. I have a, the Raging Spirit skill gem, and then attached to that, I have another skill gem that makes them deal something uh, like a certain amount of fire damage to people in the area, but it, it, but it makes them on fire too. So it hurts them. So it deals 40% for, deals of their health, Every second, it takes away 40% of their health. So they only last two and a half seconds, basically. But when they get low, they explode for 30%. So it's like heat-seeking bombs that light everything on fire around them, and then they explode and do an area of effect attack. And it just, it freaking shreds everything. Shreds everything. And it's, yeah, I, I love it. It's so fun. And that's just one example of one build that you can do based around one skill. There are nice. so many things you can do with Path of Exile. It's Everything Diablo 3 should have been, and, and, and more. I love it. But anyways, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just went on a long rant nerding out about a game that most of you have never played. But if you've never played it and you like Diablo, this is everything Diablo 3 should have been. And it, honestly, I don't think Diablo 4 would be what it's turning out to be without Path of Exile because um, like, it's dark, it's gritty, and it is freaking awesome. Um, Diablo 4 skill tree, like their, their system, the end game system is heavily influenced by path of exile. So anyways, rant done. I love that game. Nice. Yeah. It's interesting when I, these other games influence like these old franchises. Cause like, uh, the people who made divinity, do you, did you know they're making the new Baldur's Gate game? I did not know. Which I think is so What's cool. Cause, uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, creative. <laughs> um, but I think that's so cool because what I think they made three Divinity games and then they made Original Sin 1 and 2. So I think they have like five games under their belt. And it's clearly a love letter to Baldur's Gate, you know? So mm. I guess uh, Baldur's Gate or Wizards of the Coast realized that and were like, hey, bruh, make me a Baldur's Gate game. Um, so it's really interesting having these like, yeah, smaller studios make, get, make sure that the, the big dogs are on their toes. Yeah. It's super cool, man. I love it. Oh, so Diablo 4 is coming out soon. Did you play the beta on that at all? No, I have not. No? Okay, I played it. It's not It's not open anymore. Like I like Diablo, um, but I play it more casually, to be honest. I'm not like mm -hmm. super familiar with it. Oh, okay. No worries, but Diablo 4 looks... It, it is freaking awesome so far. The beta was amazing, but um, hopefully they don't screw everything up and make it all microtransaction-y. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're making which a is mobile my biggest game. Fear. That was stupid. Y'all have Mortal. phones, Screw right? you, Blizzard. <laughs> Screw you, Blizzard. Uh, yeah, my friend, but, my friend uh, Jimmy was talking about, it's like, yeah, we should try the new Baldur's Gate game. He's like, I don't really want to support Wizards of the Coast, but I'll play it to support Larian, yeah. who made Divinity. <laughs> um, 
And that's the that's the sad thing is like all the the executives make these stupid decisions, the higher yeah. ups. But you're hurt. I mean, but the people who make the game, you know, the developers and stuff, they love these franchises usually. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they put a lot into it, and so it's their art. It's what they do, and it's 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 sad because you want to support the developers, but you don't want to support the greed and like BS of the corporation itself. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, I believe Sucks. if somebody like for, for a lot of part, large part, I am very, what's, what's the words I'm thinking of supportive of businesses. I think if somebody makes a good mm-hmm. product that you enjoy, they deserve to make a good amount of money. But when it gets to the point where they're doing microtransactions and like, you know, they're sacrificing the quality of the game and it becomes only about the money. That's when that becomes a problem. Agreed. And or when the business becomes so big that the people running the business aren't the ones who were actually involved in the process of making the product. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're like you're you want to support the business, but, you know, or support a good product. But like with big corporations, uh, all the management at the top doesn't have anything to do with the product, really. Mm hmm. Yeah, it surprises me. Like a lot of the best the games and mods for games come from like these small studios or individuals even. And it always blows my mind. I'm like, how is it this one individual made a better product than this corporation with millions of dollars? <laughs> be- and it's because of the passion, exactly. right? They do it because they love exactly. it. Exactly. Very true. Very, very true, man. Very true. Well, <sighs> I don't have a segue, but let's get into our <laughs> let's get into our topic for the day. Uh, uh, I don't have a segue from Diablo to Pokemon, <laughs> <laughs> so it is what Speaking it is. Of, I guess being a necromancer is kind of like being a Pokemon trainer, yeah. uh, raising undead minions well, to you, do your bidding for about, you. You could do that in Pokemon. You were talking about bombs have, and um, catching everything on fire, so I'm thinking like, speaking of dumpster fires, no. <laughs> Speaking of dumpster fires, let's talk about Pokemon. I don't what? know. I was trying to think of a fire segue because you're talking about flaming heads. Uh, yeah, well, that would be an awesome, actually, uh, evolution for Ghastly. Would be a <laughs> flaming fire. Ghastly. A fire Ghastly. Oh, that'd be dope. Because that's exactly what the Raging Skulls are. Yeah. They basically are a Ghastly that's on fire. I mean, that makes sense. Except Ghastly doesn't Ghastly have a skull. Flammable. How is Ghastly not Dude, that weak would be to a fire? Sick Pokemon. He should be weak to fire. Ghastly? Yeah, because he explodes. Ghost? Ghost Pokemon? Well, ghost Pokemon, Pokemon aren't really weak to... Oh, he is. Well, he's a ghost Pokemon. He's, but he's if he's ghastly. made out of gas, yes, it's flammable. <laughs> so I'm not talking about his typing. I'm talking about, like, logically, he should explode. Well, not all gas is flammable. What? Yeah, water vapor is not flammable. Oh, I guess that's, that's gas. gas. I could burn. Come on, dude. Water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well. But anyways, yeah. So the topic is evolutions, Pokemon evolutions. Um, and which Pokemon deserve a third evolution or even a second and third evolution? Um, and which ones, which evolutions need to go away? Because I definitely <laughs> have a few evolutions <laughs> that need to go away. I think, yeah. I mean, so I, I mean... Uh, my short answer to this is all of them. Every Pokemon <laughs> needs three evolutions, period. That needs to be the standard. Every Pokemon needs at least three evolutions. Um, I've talked about Monster Crown in the past. The way they do it is every, every creature has six variations, uh-huh. almost like evolutions, um, which is awesome. But I think Pokemon needs to do something similar. Um, 
just set, make it a standard. Every Pokemon gets three evolutions. At least that's my initial thought. But Will, why don't you kick us off? Why don't you kick us off? Tell us a little bit about uh, what you've been thinking about on this when we talk about Pokemon having multiple evolutions and who needs them. Uh, what is, where does your mind go? Well, first off, I did this all the time as a child. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I um so me with uh another one of my friends Josh, uh, another one of my friends Josh. I don't feel like that was a proper sentence. Who may or may not another, be real as well. I don't know. Another friend Chris doesn't think I'm cool <laughs> enough to have any friends. Quote unquote. <laughs> You're the one who told me I don't have any friends. <laughs> Coming from someone who I think my is my friend. <laughs> Apparently not that? because he doesn't. In, he tells me about. His uh, Destiny video game parties and then doesn't invite me. <laughs> I invited you once. You, you, <laughs> or you Divinity, not up. Destiny. Yeah, that's true. Or I shot him down. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll be more more persistent. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but next podcast, you're going to be like, gosh, Will won't shut up about asking me to play Divinity. He has to be every day. I've got a life, bro. No. <laughs> well, no, the next podcast is going to come out in three weeks and I'm going to be alone. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. <laughs> It's like, this is a solo podcast by yours truly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So, anyway, so when I was in fifth grade, um, me and my friend Josh, we, we made up our own line of Pokemon. And being a fifth grader, I think our creativity was not fully developed quite yet because we thought we were so cool and so creative. But in hindsight, it is the dumbest thing. So you want to know what we called our own brand of Pokemon? Go for we it. We called it PKMN, <laughs> which is the abbreviation for Pokemon, Pokemon. in red and blue. <laughs> but to us, that was different enough. These aren't Pokemon. These are PKMNs. Uh, <laughs> They're PKMNs. And, and how we how we designed our own Pokemon is all all of the PKMNs were just merges of their evolutions. So. Mm. You combine Bulbasaur and Ivysaur, and that's one of the PKMNs. And the names weren't very creative either. They were the first part of their the actual Pokemon's name and the last part of its evolution. So we had Bulbasaur, and that evolved into Ivysaur. <laughs> and uh, for, yeah, you're, you're loving this. All the creativity of a fifth grader. <laughs> oh, that's, that's uh, hilarious. Yeah. Oh my and then gosh. we had uh, Char Charmander Million, uh, Charmeleon Azard, Squirtle Tortle, and War Tortle Toys. Those were our, our PKMNs. And I actually drew them. Doesn't work with Bulbasaur. <laughs> yeah, Bulbasaur, <laughs> sort, yeah. No, because a lot of them were like, a lot of Pokemon have the similar name. So a lot of them were just mm -hmm. uh, a duplicate because Pikachu and Raichu too. It'd be Pikachu Chew. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Pikachu. Um, ah, jeez. So. Um, so, but, but, but for the third evolution, because if we're doing com combinations, that takes the three evolutions just down to two. So for the third evolution, we made up our own. Um, mm. So we had, so Ivysaur evolved into a uh, Venus flower. And um, that also, we made another evolution for that. And it was Venus frog. Because did you know Ivysaur is a frog? Did not know that. The, it broke the internet a while it back. Makes a lot when, of sense since it ends with soar, like a dinosaur. Yeah, exactly. Everyone knows a dinosaur and frog is pretty yeah, much the same thing. Yeah, Velociraptor hopped, if you didn't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know if you heard about it, but uh, when one of the new Pokemon games came out where like the Pokemon could actually follow behind you, I forget which game it was, but it broke the internet because Venusaur would hop, follow you like a frog. And the whole internet broke. They're like, what? Venusaur's a frog? They, people didn't know. But we apparently know. 
knew when we were in fifth grade. So boom. Mm. And then I made up a version of uh, my evolution of Charmeleon is art was Charchamp. Um, Cause I liked, I liked the char people a lot. So I'm like, this guy needs to be like the champion or like a Machamp, I guess. I'm not sure. Um, but he didn't have four arms. Um, I was going to say, you have a bunch of arms. <laughs> so, um, and then, so Pokemon that didn't have any evolutions at all, right? We just had to um, make up a new Pokemon for that one. Okay. So we made our own version of Mewtwo. You're going to love this. Get prepared to laugh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> our I'm version ready. of Mewtwo was Mucus Tukus. <laughs> <laughs> What? Mucus 2? Okay, was there any logic behind this? Oh, yeah, this? it sounds like Mewtwo, but with a cuss at the end. Mewtwo? Mucus? Two kiss. Did you guys know what Mucus was? Yes, I'm not sure we knew or what Did you know was. what a Tukus <laughs> was? <laughs> I remember one time, uh, we, you know, we made up... At least it wasn't backwards. We made up a song about tukus, it. Tukus Mucus? We were, we were singing about Mucus Tukus, and then my dad was getting upset at us. He's like, stop saying that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like I quite cut you off. Are you going to say so something funny. about that? <laughs> no, I was just saying if it was backwards, Tukus Mucus definitely oh has a different gosh. meaning. <laughs> I've never thought of that. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Um, oh, that's ridiculous. But kids do all kinds of stuff like that. Like, Not surprising, but still ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It's just so funny in hindsight because we thought it was so cool. And we actually wrote up like little Pokedex pages. Like we would write up like their facts and like their the Pokedex entry and we'd draw a picture of them. And uh, not not actually original. It was uh, it's funny looking back on it, though. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever make up so you any Pokemon you as a kid? I didn't make up any Pokemon. I always imagined what it would be like for certain ones to have additional evolutions like we're talking about. but. Um, no, I never, never made any up. Just wished for more. I just wanted more. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's kind of where it ended. All right. Because like the original 150 or 151, I was like, there's so many Pokemon, but I wish there were more. And then when they came out with the second generation, I was like, yes. Then they came out with the third generation. I'm like, yay. And they came out with the fourth generation, and I was like, oh, yeah. there's a fourth generation? <laughs> what are they like, on yay. now? Like 300? I don't know. Dude, someday way, we're going to have 151 generations. There's like 800 plus now, I think. How many Pokemon are there? I think there's over 1,000. Let's Google it. How many Pokemon are there? 1,015. Nice. Holy guacamole, Batman. Holy rusted metal. Um, like, I only like the original 1015. Everything beyond that is garbage. Yeah, everything beyond that. Yeah, kids nowadays are going to be saying that when they get to be our age. Like 2000 and like 2200 Pokemon. Nah, yeah. it's the original the, the original 1015, man. Or, like, no, the original 150. In the future, when they say the original 150, they're going to be the original 150 generations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Is there going to be a point where they stop making new Pokemon? No, it's such a cash cow. Well, I mean, they'll make new Pokemon games, but will they get to the point where they're like, hey, there's so many Pokemon, like individual Pokemon. Ah, oh, geez, sorry. Whacking my microphone. But there's so many individual Pokemon. Like, maybe we just use these Pokemon 
to make something different. <laughs> they'll, they'll stop because it's like all that time they, and and resources that are spent in creating new Pokemon. Like I don't know, maybe they can do something else with that time and and, and energy. Um, maybe they could actually make a game that isn't all bugged and just repeated assets and but, looks like crap. But that would take creativity and effort. <laughs> oh, well, I think it takes creativity and effort to design new Pokemon. I think they should spend more time making a good game instead of designing Dude, new it Pokemon. it doesn't take any creativity. They just look around the room and be like, ah, ice cream cone. We'll make an ice cream cone. Lampmon. Yeah, isn't there, there a there lamp is. Pokemon? There's lamp Pokemon. There's a sword Pokemon. There's a candle Pokemon. It's getting ridiculous. Gear Cog. Okay. So this is what they need to do. They need to do this, what they did with, uh, with Eevee. And instead of making new <laughs> Pokemon, make variations of each Pokemon. You know, mm -hmm. um, they need to have a evolution. And this is kind of my first thing for the multiple evolutions ideas is they need to make an evolution for every type for every base Pokemon and get rid of those freaking stupid baby Pokemon like Pichu, whatever the freaking Jigglypuff pre-evolution. Jigglypuff. Get rid of the get rid of that crap. Pichu's like, so cute I, though. I, I, that's I love so Pichu. I guess I guess now they have to keep it. But like maybe they do this. Okay, here's a thought. Here's a thought. You have your first evolution and your second evolution, which are a base type. And then the third evolution, you have a variant of those for every type. You know what I mean? So if Eevee had a, they'd have to make a stupid pre, to, you know, pre-evolution to Eevee. I don't know what that would be. But <laughs> it'd be like this pre-V to Eevee to Jolteon, Flareon, uh, Leafeon, Epsion, whatever. Umbreon, all the other ones Leafeon, are, right? Umbreon, yeah, all of those. Right? But you do that the same way with like Charmander, you got Charmander, Charmeleon, and then you have Charizard, uh, an ice version, uh, a fairy version. I don't know what that I, would be. A psychic version. But you know what I mean? But expand on what's already there and just give them multiple variations of the original Pokemon instead of coming up with crap new Pokemon that, like you said, they're just picking items from your freaking room and making a pokemon out of it you know what i they, mean they've done um, some type swaps are you familiar with that they i know they've done some like isn't does, isn't there like a, a sand shrew type swap mm -hmm. there's the like ice, ice sand shrew there's the ice vulpix um mm -hmm. so there's a few of them but yeah it'd be cool to see more yeah, for sure. do that um do that and i don't and i don't know even know if it's like if you need to come up with like an ice sand shrew or if it's just a sand shrew and then a sand slash or an ice sand slash or a mm -hmm. fire sand slash. I, I I like the idea of being able to change the, the types. Um, That'd be cool. Like maybe with what's already available. Maybe like if you give a Pokemon like a Firestone, but it doesn't evolve with Firestone, it just becomes a fire type. Exactly. It's got a fire type evolution for that Pokemon, just like Eevee. I think they need to do that with all of the Pokemon. Yeah, at least that's my that's what that's my. Thought. I think it'd I think be that would super be cool to do that with cool. stones, like a rune or something. Like you could just swap out different stones with your Pokemon depending what you need at that moment. You know? Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be pretty cool. That would be really cool. So, um, but did my my doorbell just ring? Whoever's outside is not. I'm not answering the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're listening to this live. They can wait. <laughs>
If you can hear me out there, I'm not answering the door. I'm recording a podcast. Not answering the door. Anyways. I'll answer it for you. <laughs> because my, win my window's right here. Like, and my window is open. So if there's someone out there and they can hear me, then not come into the door. Oh, man. Horrible timing. And if it's my kids, then I'm not going to be happy with them because they know I'm recording. <laughs> Lame. Lame. Anyways, but that's what I think. Uh, anyways, uh, but you were saying, so you take like, a room, so you, so it would be it'd be swappable. You'd be able to change. Yeah, well, like because Pokemon can already type. hold items, right? So like mm -hmm. you should just be able to give them like stones to hold, like the fire stone, water stone, all that stuff, and then they just hold it, mm. and then they can harness the energy of that without evolving. So it would be modular. I think that'd be super cool. That'd it's be, the most creative thing that Pokemon has had in a long time. Mm. I I, don't, I like the idea of permanence though. How would you handle, um, like? moves because only like Ooh. like you don't you're not going to have your water type learning you know fire spin i wonder i wonder if it would just change the element so like hydro pump just shoots fire or grass <laughs> <laughs> grass pump <laughs> grass pump <laughs> that sounds like something from a fifth grader will are you channeling your inner fifth grader you, you gotta start somewhere <laughs> mm. That is so funny. Well, let's, okay, so let's talk about what's already there. Which which Pokemon do you think actually need an evolution that don't have a third evolution or a, a second evolution? Like, what comes to mind? Well, as been shown with PKMN, I don't have that much creativity. So the best thing I came up with is taking what they already have and adding more to it. Which, if you think about okay. it, that's all an evolution is. They just the, they just get more of what they are usually. Right, mm -hmm. except for some, mm -hmm. some things just become completely different for no reason. So the obvious choices are Diglett, Doug Trio, and Doug Quattro. Doug Quattro, there you go. But um, but one thing I was stuck on is Diglett is Dig and Douglet is Doug, so it's past tests. So it should be a different tense in Dig or Doug. But I don't think there's another tense of that. Dag, Dugged, <laughs> Dag, Dag Quattro. <laughs> Digified. Will, will dig the future tense. Will dig quadro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to uh, the, and it's all based. Up. Why is Doug Trio the evolution? That should be the third evolution, right? It should be a Doug Duo or something like that. Because there's already yeah. a Doe Duo. There should be a uh, an evolution between that. And that was my next list: is Doe Duo, Doe Trio, and Do Quadro. I just add in stuff. That's all I can do. Uh, Machamp needs to evolve and have six arms instead of four. Um, well, that's already a third. Yeah. That's okay. It needs another one. You would say, you're so he would have a fourth? Yeah, what's wrong I with phone, the fourth? I, I'm getting interrupted so much today. Probably whoever's at the door is texting you. Be like, bruh. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I just turned it off. So, um, so there's Mewtwo. There needs to be a Mew3. Okay. Okay. Um, we already have nine tails. Obvious evolution is mm -hmm. ten tails. <laughs> just, just add one. Obviously, uh, one more tail. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tentacruel would evolve into something that had one more tentacle. There you go. Is that is that like your philosophy behind <laughs> evolutions? Just add one more of whatever yeah, they already have multiples of. For sure. Whenever they have, they have more teeth. <laughs> I think it's a good more, philosophy. More tentacles, more hands. Like that's that's what you do, man. 
That's a great philosophy. That is a great philosophy. Uh, so what do you think? Have I gone forward or backwards in my creativity from fifth grade? <laughs> uh, I think you've stag. I think you're at the same spot. Yeah. I, don't think it, I don't think it's gone it's backwards broke, or forwards, man. <laughs> you know, that's a fair point. That's a very, very, very fair point. Uh, but uh, I do have some so real ones. Me, but but okay. you, you go ahead. Well, my first one that I was looking at, let me, let me scroll down. Um, where did it go? There was a specific Pokemon I was looking at. And now I can't remember which one it was. Um, oh, one thing I do want to talk about that I don't like is, um, the Alo Alolan yeah. region evolutions. Like, mm -hmm. that's so dumb. Some are better why, than others, why? but a lot of them are dumb for yeah. sure. Did you notice that a lot of them, not a lot of them, but a few of them are just like, hey, change it a little bit and put, give it a mustache? <laughs> yeah. The eradicate. And what, what's <laughs> with the mustaches on these Pokemon? Oh, like Golem? Doug Trio okay, has like so, hair. <laughs> they just add hair yeah, to like, Okay, them. so the Geodude, for example, I'm looking at Geodude right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Geodude has freaking thick eyebrows. Graveler has a unibrow. And then Golem looks like some... He's got a huge, he's like a, got a Wario mustache and then eyebrows that go all the way over his head. I'm like, Pokemon what the just freak, who the heck there. did, and he's got chest hair. He's got like a big <laughs> bush of chest hair. Since when do rocks grow hair? Uh, it could be moss. It I literally guess. looks like a Wario mixed with a golem. And then, yeah, I don't, under, I don't understand yeah, that. But I never it's not, thought that's about not the that, only one. Yeah, eradicate. And then Doug Trio, like the Doug Trio has hair. Yeah. What the freak is, and that's Pokemon, what I mean. What Stop! Me. What are you doing? It's like that, and that's meme. <laughs> why I can't get into a lot of the new stuff. Like the okay, so the new meowth looks like a female version of it um, from the Alolan region, and that's fine. But the Persian, it, it's like got this fat round head. It looks so awful, awful. Okay, so I kind of like the Galarian meowth. Like it's it's interesting, um, and I kind of like. The variation on that one, which is a perserker, uh, perserker. Anyways, looks more aggressive. It's interesting, but it's still the hair. Oh like the meowth has like stubble hair. Dude, I just looked at the, the Galarian uh, meowth. It is Galarian meowth. <laughs> yeah, and then the 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 perserker has like a full freaking white beard. Perserker. Like, yeah, P E R R S E R K E R. So that's a new evolution. Yeah, it's a new evolution, huh. a new variation of it, right? So it's just like, why? Why? What is with... Wow. And they're all the same type. It's not like they're... It's not like they're... Um, whatever. It's not like they're new... Well, I guess that one's steel. That's a steel type. So you got a steel type, and then you've got a dark type, and then the normal type for Meowth. So at least they're doing different versions of it, but... The Galarian Ponyta is cool. I don't know. It's like a little, My Little Pony. Yeah. I, that, I did see that one is pretty cool. Delicious. I do like that one a lot. Looks like cotton I like candy. that one a lot. I bet it's but, hunted for its cotton candy. But dude, uh, so I sent, for those of you who don't know, obviously, I sent Will this uh, website that merges Pokemon. Like you enter two different Pokemon together and then it gives you like a merged version. And one of the ones that I thought was really cool was um, I merged Magneton and Beedrill, and one of the variations looked super cool. 
And I'm like, that would be an awesome bug type, like Magnemite Magneton, because it looked like a bee, but instead of like the magnets on the end, it had the bee drill stingers sticking out. And then nice. the three of them together, like it looked perfect. So like, I know I've already said that I, you know, want to do the different type variations, but I think that would be super cool. Super cool. Um, oh, here it is. Okay. So the one that I was thinking of that I was trying to find is the Hitmon Lee, Hitmon Chan, and Hitmon Top evolutions. Because you start out as the Tyrogue, is that what how you yeah, say I think it? So. Anyways, you start, you start as the Tyrogue, and then it evolves either into a Hitmon Lee, a Hitmon Chan, or a Hitmon Top. But there needs to be a third evolution for each of those. So Hitmon Lee hmm. should evolve into a you know another level. Hitmon Chan needs a third level, and then Hitmon Top needs a third level as well so so um that was one of the ones that when i was looking at it like that would be cool um and then each one should specialize in a type like so it'd ooh. be like hitmon lee could be like a like a um i imagine maybe uh, i don't know the first thing that came to mind was like a flying type reason because like kicking helicopter or like tornado you know what i mean like it wouldn't turn into a tornado but like for some reason i think about kicking i don't know a tornado comes to mind flying for bicycle me. Kick? so i'm like air like some kind of air attack I'm not saying he would have wings or anything like that but just because of the style of fighting maybe he could kick up gusts and stuff like that anyways but um hitmonchan would definitely need to be uh, I got one for him. Fire type, I think. Yeah. What do you think? So, uh, so first of all, they need to be named after martial artists, right? Because obviously, you know, Hitmonchan, mm -hmm. Jackie Chan, Hitmon Lee, Bruce Lee, right? So the evolutions need to be deemed like that too. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking like boxer. Who's a famous boxer? Rocky. Hitmon Rocky <laughs> or Hitmon Rock, and he'd be the rock type. Hitmon Rock. Hey, hey, just, he'd have to be a rock of punching type. gloves. Yep. He would just have rocks that look like punching gloves, and he would just. Back the crap I actually out like that. that a lot where he's <laughs> his boxing gloves are made of stone. That'd be that'd be really yeah. cool. Okay, so uh, rewinding a little bit, Hitmon Lee needs to be ice. Okay, Hitmon Chan, I like the rock idea, and then Hitmon Top would be the air type. That makes because sense. He, yeah, he spins. Um, so that would be my variations for those three because they do like they really need a third evolution. Yeah, that'd be cool. And that <laughs> setup actually works. Because it's kind of like what I was talking about earlier, where you have the base type, and then it evolves into another type mm -hmm. of a very of you know has multiple variations of that. Why don't they do that with others? Like that evolution group is very unique. Because um, mm -hmm. uh, Tyrogue turns into a Hitmon Lee if the attack is greater than the defense. Hitmon Chan is the opposite; defense is greater than the attack, and then with Hitmon Top, it's Attack is equal to defense. It's like Rocky, Paper, like, Scissors. Yeah, Rocky, Paper, <laughs> Scissors. There we go. But yeah, there. I don't. Do you know of any other evolutions that work that way? Um, there's definitely some the that game I types. I can't think of off the top of my head, but um, I know there are some. Oh my gosh! I just noticed. And here's the thing, guys. I don't know every single Pokemon. I I know all of the original ones. But they have defiled our original ones. Lickitung's evolution <laughs> is called Licky Licky. Yep. Licka Licky. Yeah. I'm, what the freak is this thing? It doesn't even look cool. It's more of what it's they like have. It's some fat right? guy with a bib. 
What? It's more of what they have. They have a tongue. You just got to make one with a bigger tongue. That's how evolution works. Well, his tongue is smaller. Oh, is it? It's wider. He's bigger. Though. He's got this weird, like, curly swoop on his head, like that the top weird. of an ice cream cone. And then he's got this white design that looks like he's wearing a bib. Yeah. With a Wi-Fi signal underneath it. Like, <laughs> let me just connect to my licky licky. What is this? <laughs> I guess when you have to design over a hundred new Pokemon every generation, like in a year, and the game, like. I guess it's not in a year. I'm sure the, the they've got a design team that's designing Pokemon, and then they got the, the developer team that's actually making the games, but they're just pumping out. It's, it's clearly not a lot of effort going into these. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the new evolutions like are abominations. Like I'm looking at the evolution of Electabuzz and Magmar, and like they look mean, but they look, I don't know. There's not, I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, and then oh, Rhydon's? Have you seen Rhydon's evolution? I have not. It, I guess I see where they're going, but it looks so different to me. Like, it's got a lot of red in it, so it's like a different, like, color scheme. Like, I don't buy it. Like, they don't look like they mm. come from each other. I'm looking for him. I'm not finding him. I can just show you on my screen real quick. Whoops. Yeah, I don't know. But one one that did stand out to me is again, Growlithe. They made a version of Growlithe. Did they? Hisuian Growlithe? And then the Hisuian. Like, they look awful. Ah! This is supposed to be all about like Pokemon that need new evolutions. And we're looking at all the evolutions that have been, like the variations that have been made. And it just is making me mad. It's just like, it's so awful. It is so bad. We're going to find the Growlithe one. Okay, I found the, I found the, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, the third evolution, uh, Rhyhorn, Rhydon, and uh, Rhyperion. Rhyper, Rhyper, however you say it. Rhyperior. Yeah, it looks weird. I could see that though, I mean... It's strange it's going from gray to like dark brown and and orange, but it, it doesn't look too bad. But Mr. Mime, have you seen the Mr. Mime variations? Uh, I did. Those are I'm still looking awful. for the Growlithe one. Did, what, what, what is that one called? Is it it's an evolution or is it a It's still form? Growlithe. Oh, it's just a different it's a form. It's, it's, like a, it's like a region form and it looks ridiculous. I think Generation 2 was really good. I actually like a lot of the Generation 2 Pokemon. Oh, um, they haven't. They actually look good. Their evolutions are good. They haven't completely destroyed them like they did to the first generation with all the different variants and stuff like that. There's some variations and stuff like that, but like the second generation is still good. I like the second gen Pokemon. Um... I think I like the second and third generation Pokemon. So like the first three generations, I think are the best generations that they've made in my opinion. But I mean, that's kind of what happens. Like when, so basically what's been happening with Pokemon is it's becoming annualized, almost like NBA and NFL 2K, right? Where there's a new one every year. It seems like that's the track that they're on. Um, Cause haven't the last three been consecutive years? Like the last three generations, Probably. it was a new generation every year. I know these last two definitely were um, because a lot of people were talking about that. Like the reason the new one 
had so many issues and was such, you know, had so many problems, didn't look good, was because it was developed and done, you know, like immediately after. So it was like the very next one. So time crunch. Um, and when it comes to anything, when you rush something, like there's a deadline, like the NFL, NBA 2K games, the, and the reason those games are basically the exact same game every year with skin changes is because they have that deadline. Like, um, that's why I, I think whatever the next, you know, Nintendo system is, um, with Pokemon, I think they just need to do DLCs, do, do one hmm. game through and then two DLCs after that with new generations in a new region and then create another game. Dude, that's going to be the future. A couple gonna, of DLCs. They're going to microtransactionalize it and like every Pokemon you have to buy individually. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is then you don't have to create a whole new game. Yeah. You know, um, cause that's you just what, buy a third pack best... and you get to pick your first 150 Pokemon and everything else is like <laughs> add-ons. Well, yeah, like the game comes out with it. The base game comes out with all the Pokemon and stuff like that. And then the DLC, just like, you know, like World of Warcraft or Destiny, um, it's, it's an, it's an add on to the world. So imagine if the first three generations were one game, because we talked about I wanted this, that to be. how exactly. And, but that's, but that's what I mean is like, you already said that this is what you want, basically. Um, when in that episode, when we talked about, you know, the red and blue and then the gold and silver after that, how you could go back to the original region and get all the original Pokemon. Right. And then in Ruby and Sapphire, you were disappointed because you couldn't go back and get the other two generations. If they did it as a DLC on whatever the next, you know, console is with the next generation of Pokemon, like that would give it more staying power and they could put their resources into creating, you know, better Pokemon or um, better regions or, or whatever. You know what I mean? And so instead of creating a whole new game, there's a lot of that groundwork that's already done because you're just adding on to the system that's already there. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, so they just way, remake just the same game over regions. and over anyways. So just, you know, just keep it that way. Exactly. It's already the same game. And that's one of the things that as I was looking at the Pokemon and like thinking about, oh, you know, which ones need new evolutions, which really we haven't talked about. We're talking about which ones lot. don't need evolutions. We're talking about how crappy some of these yeah. are. Uh, how awful they are. Um, um, but when you get a chance, I got a couple like, more that are crazy ones. Okay. No worries. No worries. Um, but as I was thinking about that, like, I was just like, <sighs> I, I, I can't really, I just kind of, I think, they just need to stop making new Pokemon. Yeah. Because <laughs> a lot of them are clearly Just go stretching. back to the originals, re-release them on the new thing, have it like a package deal where it's the first three generations and their regions in one game remastered on whatever the new system is, and then to do the same thing for the next three generations, because how many generations are there now? Um, I don't know. How many generations of Pokemon are there? Um, nine. There's nine generations. That's three games, right? And then they can have one team. So they have one team remastering, redoing the original three. And then the, you know, uh, one through three, four through six, seven through nine, right? Yeah, three games there. Group them into. So you're combining one, three generations into one game? It, yeah, into one game. Remaster them and make it so that hmm. you can travel between the regions. 
And then during that time, you have another team who's working on the next set of Pokemon or whatever. So you actually have quality. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. I've, it's interesting because we've talked about Pokemon a lot. With, and with, however, with how much we've talked about it, you would imagine that, you know, well, for me, just like being a fanatic, I'm not a fanatic. I love the idea, but it's been like just rinse and repeat. It's been the same game nine different times now, apparently, and I got bored after the third one. Yeah. I love the idea, but... I, I'm just tired of you know, the rinse and, they, and repeat. They've tried to be creative and get like new things to get you coming in, but all the new things are never things that are pull me in. Like I, I think it was one of the more recent ones. They have Gigantamax forms, and, and they're like 30 feet tall version of Stupid. Pokemon. And I'm like, okay, I get that you're trying to do new features wow. and make the game fresh, but I'm like, why? Like I don't, I'm not interested in that. And like the Meowth, not at all, <laughs> not at all. I thought that was stupid. Have you seen any of the when Gigantamax I, ones? Yeah, I because I, I've played Sword and Shield oh, a you? little bit. Like I bought it for my kids, and I played maybe three or four dude, hours. The Meowth is and I'm just long like, cat, dude. <laughs> I just don't. It's so dumb. A giant version of I'm like that. That just completely for me that breaks yeah. the immersion of the game. You know totally. what I mean? Like I'm like this is stupid. I hate the Gigantamax crap. Um, it's dumb. So dumb. What about the Mega Evolutions? How do you feel about those? Uh, about the same as the Gigantamax ones, to be honest. Mm. Um, although the Beedrill is really cool looking. Yeah. Have you seen that one? I feel like I haven't seen He's got the, like the four Beedrill lances, one. and he's like su- super dope. angular. He looks cool. Well, I, I don't mind the, the Mega Evolutions. As a kid, I... I like. Did you ever watch Digimon as a kid? Only when it was on here and there. I always thought it was too much of a knockoff to want to watch it. <laughs> well, I actually really liked it as a kid. But the thing about Digimon, the reason I never got interested in the games, is because when Digimon evolve, it's temporary, mm-hmm. right? And I hate the idea of temporary evolutions. And that's the issue I had with the, you know, the the Giga evolutions or whatever they're called, Mega evolutions, like. The, the fact that it's just a temporary thing, I'm like, well, that sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Pokemon are supposed to evolve and stay evolved. Um, I could like, I think it would be cool if that was like the final level when you maxed out a Pokemon gets to level 99 and then level 100 is your mega evolution. And Pretty it's, cool. you know, it's just the final form at level 100 and that's it. Like, I think that would be cool. That would be your reward for maxing out a Pokemon is they would hit their mega evolution. Can I, can I show you a picture? Instead of being temporary. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. So that is the Gigantamax of Blastoise. I don't know if you've seen it. But this fits exactly in my theory of you just adding things. You see how many cannons this dude has? It's like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 24 that you can see. And that's only like half of his shell. I'm like, dude, when this guy shoots water, it's just going to go in every direction. I don't think he's shooting water anymore. That's like ballistics. Oh, he's he's got to have real bullets in that nah, thing. No, he's doing his grass pump. <laughs> you know what? They need, to have, they need to have a steel type where it's a, like a legit soldier. Like I could totally see a turtle 
like being a soldier with like camo and like having the helmet and everything. He's got a gun. He's be, he'd be a steel type because he's shooting bullets, like real bullets. Uh, That'd be the steel type version of Squirtle. Steel Squirtle. That'd be cool. Steel's. I want to do an type. episode on type swaps sometimes or, or like Pokemon combinations. Yeah, like Pokemon combinations would be really cool. This like because like we were talking about that that website I sent you, like you can combine any two Pokemon together and then it has an AI, but then there are other variations that are submitted by the community or whatever. And so it gives you if there is a version that was submitted by the community, uh that was actually hand designed. But like it's 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 so close. Like the AI ones kind of look <laughs> some of them are cool some of them are kind of wonky it's like yeah i see what it did there i don't really like what it did there it's so you know it's one of my favorite games to play like um you 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 give each other like different pokemon and then you have to draw what that combination would be so um mm -hmm. i played that with my my fiance where we like give each other like mashups and we both like draw what that would look like and then we compare them to each other it's a really fun game that, that does sound fun i'm not a very good artist well okay I, I can, I can draw what I see, but I'm not good about, I'm not good at taking things mm -hmm. from my head and putting it into paper. I, I can just see what I draw. <laughs> you know, that's fair. <laughs> that's a unique skill, William. <laughs> no, I, I used to draw quite a bit back in the day. So I've got some elementary, mm. you know, um, skills, but nowhere near like good level. But yeah. but I'm a, I'm beyond stick figures. I'm proud to say, you have evolved <laughs> in your drawing <laughs> skills. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, man. But uh, who else? Who else needs an evolution? You know, I I, uh, I I mean to switch I think, topics. I don't know if you have more on this, but I wanted to talk about um like th things that were cut or theories. Um, hmm. like did you know that Raichu had an evolution? I did not know. I, when we talk about this stuff, I will not know any of it. So I will not know. Raichu had an evolution called Gorochu. Gorochu. Um, Gorochu. Gorochu. And it um, it was cut from Pokemon Red and Blue because of the hardware limits of of they couldn't um, fit it in in the game for space. Interesting. Share a picture of it. Yeah, it's really spiky Whoa, and demon looking. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, isn't that cool? So that is super cool. When they came out, and see, that's what I mean. Like. That is a cool third evolution. And that's an actual uh, concept from Nintendo. That's not a fan made. That's like, they that's came up with that. That's their thing. Yeah, that's dope. Um, so they had a bunch of evolutions that were cut from red and blue that, um, but I, I would think the next logical explanation would be to have those in gold and silver. But instead they gave us Pichu, which I have nothing as Pichu. I think he's great. But I'm like, you already had an evolution for this guy. Why'd you replace him? Yeah. So, I mean, since this is a podcast, like, the Gorochu looks way more aggressive. He's bigger and he's like red and orange and yellow, like extra spiky. Like he looks cool. I, I heard that it was supposed to look like a, a thunder god, which I can see. I think it looks more like a demon. Yeah, but yeah, pretty much. That's pretty dope. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, so I guess these aren't really new evolutions, but like I thought it was really interesting. Some of the evolution theories. So did you hear the rumor that um, Butterfree and Venomoth were swapped? 
That would make a lot of sense. Because Venonat looks yeah, like because identical Venonat, to Butterfree. Venonat looks a lot more like Butterfree um, than Caterpie does. Yeah, they're the same color, same eyes, same tooth-nose combo, same hands. Yeah. Like, I, I think I think that's true. I don't know if it's been proven, but I'm like, it's got to be. Yeah, that would make more sense. Um, but, yeah, I don't get the, like, okay, so... I don't is so Will's showing a bunch of stuff like on his screen that you won't be able to see. So what he's showing is there's a Q bone next to a Marowak next to a Kangaskhan saying that Kangaskhan would have been the third evolution of Q bone. I don't I don't buy that. I don't buy that. They're two different. Yeah. They're both yeah, ground cuz King cuz Ganga uh now I'm getting them mixed up cuz uh, Genghis Khan, Kanga, is it Kangas Kangas Khan? Because he's a kangaroo. Yeah, Kangas Khan. But uh, Cubone and Marowak are not <laughs> kangaroos. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't buy that one. What they look similar, but I don't buy it. I don't know. He must I don't know of any animals that wear their mother's <laughs> skull. Um, so I mean, I, I definitely I see where the controversy, <laughs> the, the skull shape doesn't really look exactly like uh, a Kangaskhan head shape. The nose seems a little longer. But then again, yep. when Cubone evolves, his skull shape changes too. So does his skull evolve with him or? I think so. I think that or did he find what a new happens skull? Is, is they kind of merge mm. when it evolves, like almost like a generational thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, maybe when he puts on the skull, the skull evolves to fit his head. I don't know. But I don't know either. But I can see it. I always thought it was weird that Kangaskhan was such a weird Pokemon and didn't have like come from a baby form, especially since he's mm -hmm. carrying a baby in his pocket. Um, yeah. So clearly it has an evolution, right? But well, I don't know. But why is there no... Yeah. Why is there no previous evolution to Kangaskhan? Um... Another one that I had was, uh, do you know the theory that Gengar is a ghost of a Clefable? Ooh, never, never. Well, that doesn't make sense because it's Ghastly. It goes Ghastly, Haunter, and then Well, Ghastly's uh, the ghost Gengar. of a Cleffa then. She's kind of small and round. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I think it'd be cool if they did incorporate things like this. Like one idea that I had, I guess it's a little bit dark, so I can understand why they wouldn't do it is um having a ghost type eevee but since it evolves ghost from a non-ghost type, type that would imply killing it <laughs> so exactly. it'd be kind of hard to to get that would not be the darkest thing in pokemon though. that's true i mean come on sandcastles pokemon has some pretty dark eat people crap in it balloons that yeah. steal children right that's one of them i think yep <laughs> yep it, it, Pokemon's got some interesting stuff in it, but they've got peeping dude, toms in the first one. Because you were talking about different <laughs> types of Pokemon. Like, what if every Pokemon had a ghost type? Like, you let a fade in battle, and now you have a ghost type of the Pokemon. That would make a lot of sense, but that would have to be, you know, more of an adult version of the game. Yeah. If you were killing your Pokemon instead of them fainting, you know? They're not dying. They're just but, transforming into a ghost. It's just an evolution. They're just evolving into a ghost when they think. They're evolving into a ghost. <laughs> I guess that's what we could call death in our lives, right? He just evolved into a spirit. <laughs>
I'm about I'm about to evolve, guys. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, they always say you're in a better place. Oh, you should. Put, I want that on my tombstone. Chris evolved into a ghost type. Says <laughs> uh, so saying that he's in a better place now. You say he's a better. He's evolved. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I like. I, I don't know. I really like ghost type Pokemon. I over yeah, the years, me too. I used to be like, oh, fire type always. I'm like, actually, kind of think ghost type is is where where it's at. Fire type I sounds cool until types. you realize that you're constantly burning everything down. Like you can't fight exactly. in a forest or like with buildings nearby. Like everything would be on fire all the time. Exactly. Exactly. I think we talked about this when we talked about you know what would it be like to have Pokemon in real life is like. There'd be forest fires all the time yeah. <laughs> from fire type Pokemon. Yeah. You know, like the world would be in absolute chaos constantly. Yeah, because fire is so different than other elements because fire can easily become enormous, right? Whereas yep. a water Pokemon to get that much water would take a lot of effort. You get what I'm saying? True. So like true. It's catastrophic on a different level. Well, I guess ground type, if they can cause an earthquake, they can be pretty catastrophic too. But but again, that feels mm-hmm. like it takes a lot of effort. You can burn down a fire with a single flame. I mean, burn down a forest and not burn down a fire. <laughs> yeah, uh, one match can destroy an entire mountainside. Yeah, one pebble can cause a landslide. Technically, One raindrop can cause a flood. Don't look it up. <laughs> one coin can make you wealthy. there has to be a point at which one penny crosses the line into wealth anyways (laughs) but yeah oh man i i don't know i guess my biggest takeaway from from all of this is there's too many pokemon (laughs) yeah they need to expand on what's available fix what they can and stop coming out with new ones Agreed. We need, but this episode should be called Pokemon to get rid of. <laughs> Dialing it back. <laughs> exactly. Pokemon to delete. I have tons of Pokemon that need to be deleted. The more I look at this list, the more I'm like, just get rid of it. And the sad thing is, like, a lot of these different variations aren't like, they're all in like the first three generations, first three or four generations. Mostly the first generation because it's the most popular. But once you get down to like the fourth and fifth generations, there aren't a whole lot of variants. Are those the generations where you were you started getting into those regions that they had variants? What I think Alola was the first one to have variants. Alola, what Sun generation Moon. was that? I don't know, six okay, or seven. Okay, six or seven. Yeah, yeah. So that would make sense. But man, dude, you were you were talking just, about. Uh, um how how they should have more types right mm-hmm. i got one for you a fire type magikarp a fire type magikarp would be great because he's already useless and now he can't even go into the water because it Ooh, poisons him you'd call him magma carp <laughs> magma carp <laughs> yeah i like it but he's still, it, he's would still be, it would it would swim inside the lava of volcanoes that sounds cool so you'd have to have a lake of lava where you'd go fishing but that makes him sound and you'd useful. catch a magma carp. i wanted him to be useless dude it would have to be <laughs> useful maybe it could maybe he'd be like made of obsidian so he's kind of like <laughs> almost like an egg you know what i mean how when lava gets wet it hardens but you can still have the magma inside of it 
So he's like an obsidian. (laughs) He's like a rock. Let's say he's more like a geode than anything, right? So he's inside. It's like a cocoon, right? So the magma carp is a hardened kind of rock that just sits there and does nothing. But once it evolves, it so it would be a rock and fire type. And then mm-hmm. once it evolves, Magic it turns rock. into like a like a fire dragon thing, almost like uh like those Japanese like long dragons. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So instead of a Gyarados, it'd be like a fire breathing. What do they call those? Chinese is dragons? that technically what a wyvern is? The long ones, the long Japanese ones. I know the or long dragon, like a traditional dragon. Are they Chinese? Chi- sorry, not Japanese. Chinese dragons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm talking about, like the really yeah. long curly ones that look like a snake. Right. I think it would turn into one of those and it would be a fire type. Like Gyarados. So it'd be like like a Gyarados, but it'd be like a fire type Gyarados and it would look like one of those Chinese dragons. It'd be Gyaratrace. Instead of. Like Moltres because he's fire type. I think that would be really cool. A Magma Carp, I don't know what you would call the fire type, you know, the evolution of that, but a Magma Carp, it would be useless because it would be a hardened yeah obsidian basically because so so if he's obsidian he's gonna be heavy too so he's gonna sink to the bottom of the ocean and can't swim because he's too heavy (laughs) (laughs) well maybe that's what it would be you'd have to go fishing um around uh, you catch him like the water around a crab or something like one of those yeah yeah so maybe so maybe you don't catch him in like a like a lava lake, but you catch him in the water near a volcano because that's you know be as cool. volcanoes erupt, the magma rolls out to the ocean and hardens. Um, so maybe they're born in a volcano and yeah. then they turn and then they turn Dude, into a magma carp when they. There's so much creativity uh, the water. that you can do with type swaps like that and like fusions like we talked about before. Like that's all Pokemon needs. If they did those two things, they would never need to make another Pokemon. True, that's definitely true. So I guess that's, that's what they should do. My opinion, I st- opened, we opened with that, you know, doing the different uh, types for the, di- each Pokemon having different types like an Eevee does. I think that would be great, man. But they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. I think Pokemon's going to go the way of NFL NBA 2K. Um, it's going to be the same thing over, it already is the same thing over and over again, but it's going to continue to be one game every year. And the quality is going to tank. It already is tanking, in my opinion. Yeah, has The been quality is going to tank. Ah, it's sad. It's sad. The young generation but, that grew up with the new generations, they're going to be like, oh, these guys, these boomers don't know what they're talking about. New Pokemon are great. But we grew up with the Gen 1, so apologies to anyone who... Yeah. Yeah. Didn't. Back when they <laughs> really put time and energy into, into the Pokemon games because they didn't come out every year. But that's all right. Well, Will, was there anything else that you wanted to uh, chime in or talk about before we wrap up? I got one more idea for an evolution. One more idea. Let's do this. Uh, so we got uh, Snorlax. Mm-hmm. So, so the pre-evolution of Snorlax is Munchlax, right? He likes to eat all the time, right? So what do you mm-hmm. do when you're done eating? You go to sleep. You have Snorlax, right? Mm-hmm. But what do you do after you go to sleep? You wake up. So you, you get out of bed, you get your coffee, get some caffeine in you. So the evolution of Snorlax needs to be a caffeinated Pokemon that's like super <laughs> like hype and running around all over the place. <laughs> I was thinking that he would be like the evolution, like he gets fat from all of his eating and then he gets fit because he gets tired of being <laughs> fat. And then we'd call him Swolax. Swolax. <laughs> nice. I like that one too. 
they they have he a just being this super shredded like bodybuilder with like the uh, with like the the freaking speedo you know what i mean oh yeah they have a lot of just like this totally <laughs> cut yeah almost like well we already have one like that. i guess machamp is already a yeah. choker kind of that that's what way. i think of i just think but, of a choke with a snorlax face yeah um but the, there's a Gigantamax version of Snorlax, and he's so big that he's like an island, and there's like shrubbery and trees growing on him and stuff. <laughs> oh, jeez! I don't think he should get faster. That would, I think that he needs sense. to wake up. Like I just imagine, like for, I just imagine Snorlax being like hyper, and just like jumping around everywhere, and all this stuff is jiggling, you know, and he's just running around town. Because <laughs> I bet oh a Snorlax gosh. would be scary fast if it wanted to be. It'd be hard if you if you're not big enough to really walk, or if you're t- so big you can't really walk. You know what I mean? You could roll. <laughs> yeah, probably learn to roll out, huh? <laughs> I think I think that is one of the moves that Snorlax learns. But in his case, it's not really out. roll out so much as a roll over. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a dog trick. Roll over, Snorlax. <laughs> Dude, I like that one. I like that one a lot. That'd be funny. Oh, uh, jeez. Well, I guess this is where we're going to cut it, guys. Um, Thanks for joining us for episode number 13 of the Potion Poppers podcast. Episode number 14, we're going to be talking about AI, so join us for that. And there is a video I sent, Will, that kind of blew my mind where they replaced the NPCs with AI uh, in Skyrim. And holy smokes, it was freaking awesome. Yeah. Anyways, so we're going to talk more about AI and the evolution of video games. Speaking of evolutions, the evolution of video games uh, and from NPCs, pre-programmed NPCs to AIs that each have their own personality. And it's going to be different for every game because the way you interact with them from person to person is going to actually change the uh, experiences of the AI. So each each AI is going to be different for each person in each game over time, which is super cool. So we're going to talk a little bit about that in the next episode. Will, you had something? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Oh, I was just going to say, like, we need to replace the people designing Pokemon with AI. You know, maybe. (laughs) I'm not, I won't be surprised if that becomes the case. AI is already being used for all kinds of stuff um, in programming and development and all kinds of industries. So we'll see. But that's something we're going to talk about next time. Um, But if you like what you heard, leave a review, please. Um, And send us an email you can email us at uh, potionpoppers at gmail.com with any topic ideas or thoughts or insults you know bring it on (laughs) bring it on yo Uh, but that's going to be it for us today guys thanks for joining us have a wonderful week and uh, we'll see you next time peace bye you have been listening to the potion poppers podcast if you liked what you heard then leave a review and hey if you want to hear more don't forget to subscribe and we'll catch you next time